Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Staying Power, a show all about resilience, what it is, what it isn't, how we know if we have it, what to do if we realize we don't have it, or we don't have as much of it as we would like. Whatever the case, in the end, resiliency is a choice. Joining me once again to share all our ideas and our experiences in helping others around the world develop their own resilience is my friend, my colleague, my co-host, Tawny Santabria. Tawny, hello again. How are you? Hello. I am doing pretty well, I would say. Good. Um, yeah, my sleep's been on point this week, I just have to say. I'm very proud of myself. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Mine has been mine has been off recently. Mm-hmm. I've been moving some things around with diet to improve things and I'm having it's having an it's having an effect, I think. I think there's some relationships there, but making progress. Nice. So, well, good. Well, good. Well, welcome. Good to see you. And uh, thank you to all of you listening for this episode here to to talk more about resilience. And uh, what are we going to talk about today, Tawny? What are we going to talk about today? Oh, you're asking me. Yeah. I'm curious about that. (laughs) Let's talk about curiosity. Okay. Curiosity. I know. I I played around like we're just coming up with that. No, that's, that is Mm -hmm. what we are going to talk about is curiosity. Uh, today, okay. just in that sense of, um, as opposed to curiosity, as opposed about something, curiosity about certainly about the things we can get curious about, right? New things in life, or learning something new, or exploring something new, challenging ourselves. Uh, but also curious about the states that we're in. Like we're talking about resilience and and bouncing back from things, right? Being able to withstand or grow through, move through. Curious about the things that happen, the emotional responses that we might have. Curious about what we're feeling. Curious about what it means as opposed to pushing it away, judging it, dismissing it, you know, letting it exist. So the curiosity of all that. I'm sure there's probably a lot that comes up for you with that, Tony, but that's mm-hmm. what I was thinking as far as okay. you know, a component about it. What do you think of that? Yeah. Okay. So, um, curious about our inner states. Sure. Absolutely. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so I think about when, if we're talking about inner states, it can't come from a head place. Mm -hmm. the, The thinking space of curiosity, because we've got, um, a way of being curious from a thinking space. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and if we want to have an awareness of our inner states, our emotions, our feeling sensations, our the ways in which we sort of um, have a have a visceral reaction to things, or um, we sort of have you know d- uncomfortable emotions pop up quickly, we're going to want to come from a heart space, mm-hmm. right? We're going to need the heart working um, because we're going to need to be connected as opposed to just kind of like looking at it. And if we're coming at it from a head space, then we're going to sort of look at it from a sort of like a logical ish or sort of like, okay, well, I think it's this, or I, it must be this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then wh- why, why this? Um, I shouldn't be feeling this. 
um, a little bit around, like you talked about, like having space for that judgment or that evaluation mm -hmm. of what's going on. Mm -hmm. uh, but we, but, but that curiosity of, of openness to actually feel it almost as if we don't even have to name it, but that openness to it, um, is, is really what we're talking about in terms of building resiliency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that of interstates because in from that perspective and from that focus, that heart focus, not only is that awareness built of that, but so many other things that we talk about with curiosity can come from that. <laughs> it can lead lead in lots of different directions of of things we might want to develop more, work on more, notice more often, habits we might mm -hmm. want to change or try something new mm -hmm. right, from yeah. that heart space. Yeah. Yes. If, yes, if we, you know, so what's the point of curiosity, right? Like, mm -hmm. why is it beneficial and why are we thinking that that it's an important uh, characteristic? Uh, certainly, it, it is an important characteristic because anything new is generated from curiosity, whether it's from a headspace, like, okay, I'm curious about solving this problem in the world that... Um, we haven't solved yet. And so I'm going to be thinking about this problem and I'm going to be researching this problem and it may not come from a heart space. It may need a lot of thought to come up with something that can work in the, um, you know, in, in, in the, in the earthly <laughs> realm of like something tangible. Mm -hmm. Right. And then when we're, we're looking inward and we're, um, deciding to, um, you know, shift something in ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's that's a that's an inner work process, mm -hmm. uh, but it does require a, a, a general, a good sense of curiosity to even like know what is exactly going on, or even be open to what's going on inward in this particular moment. As opposed to what we typically do is say, "You made me feel this." Yeah. Right. That's not what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. That's a thinking space that is going external mm -hmm. and then um, thinking a whole lot about what the other person needs to be doing differently. Right. We're talking about being inward and, 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 and noticing, wow, I experienced this mm -hmm. when that happened. Mm -hmm. Which is What's that about? Yeah, which is a fundamentally different way of... <laughs> Envision that same thing, right? When this person did or said this, I felt that or I experienced this. That's mm -hmm. coming from a very different place than the first one. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 And, and, and it's not, it may have nothing to do with what the person did. Mm -hmm. It could be a buildup of the week, the week behind you already. Yeah. It could be, wow. Um, you know, feeling, you know, depleted and and didn't and tired and then this happened instead of even this person did this right right this right happened, because right. We, we, when we say this person did this we are automatically looking at their behavior and dissecting sort of how they needed to be doing something differently and certainly there may be a time and a place for that but when we're trying to develop ourselves we want to be an expert onto ourselves not an expert onto somebody else mm-hmm and that requires then us to really, really look closely and be open to all the things that are actually happening internally. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was interesting in, in preparing for this, I was thinking about, I was wondering, you know, thinking about as I tend to do in history, who are like, who are the most pe- people most engaged in curiosity or most well-known in, for curiosity? And it's interesting that I looked at some things and some big polls, particularly around the turn of the, of the century, right? Turn of the millennium, who are the most creative, most curious. Um, Leonardo da Vinci came up time and time and time again. And of course, the famous quote everybody quotes from him is exactly what you're talking about, interestingly enough, for a guy who was known for all these external things, right? His art, his scientific experimentation, his writing. I mean, the quote everyone remembers of his is, one can have no smaller or greater mastery than mastery of oneself. And he meant it in the way you were talking about that. And, you know, another one of his quotes is experience is a truer guide than the words and wisdom of others. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, this was something that he fundamentally understood in that sense and seemed to practice. Um, and a lot of the things that he came up with and his willingness to try things out was rooted in his own awareness of that internal mastery, if you want to call it that mastery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just absolutely. Interesting. Yeah, just interesting. Well, and 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 I'm a, I'm guessing that that was probably his guide into mm-hmm. all of the externals, yep. right? So in, instead of being um, loaded down with all of the things one should be doing because they were told they should be doing it, mm-hmm. um, that that's not a heartfelt experience. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, he, for whatever reason, didn't do that, and he kind of he must have led from a heart space and then that led him to the accomplishments. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you're, you're exactly right. That whole era, you know, he was certainly influenced by humanism. That's the era of the Renaissance, which was about human experience. It was about taking a look at the human experience and in art, the human form, getting that, you know, perfectly replicated in art, understanding how it worked. Da Vinci himself very interested in how the body functioned, just in movements. You know, so a lot of that was about that. And yet, you're exactly right. He saw that too as, a, as an inner working, starting there, right? And now he, he could frame it in a number of different things, in a divine sense, a spiritual sense, but it was very much an internal sense and learning to trust himself and go with that. And he did, he did court controversy in his life because of some of the things he worked on and some of the things he said, some of the things he proposed. And yet that's where he was coming from was that internal sense of connection with himself and what the truth was to him. Yeah. Well, that is going to set you up for, if you're not following mainstream, Mm -hmm. that does set you up for criticism or more. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it takes a lot of courage to live life from a heart space mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and to be fully open um, because you're going to experience folks and people and externals that aren't open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is going to be the rub. Yeah. Yeah. Because people aren't necessarily going to get that. <laughs> you know, and, you know, what's interesting is, is some historians call that period of about 400 years 1400 to about 1800 is the age of curiosity. And yet all these great people that we look back on in history and go, yes, it was their curiosity that led to these great breakthroughs. All of them had blowback, whether we're talking about Mm -hmm. Galileo Mm -hmm. or Copernicus and the nature of the universe, you know, or, you know, Da Vinci and his, in his, some of his suggestions or, um, they they all faced that kind of blowback. 
whether they're coming from mm-hmm. heart space or not. But that whole idea of hu- of humans having intrinsic value and the ability to learn and master themselves was very much embraced by those people who practice that, who've become, who have become famous as a result. I find that interesting. Well, it's definitely not a new thing, no, right? Because, because it is a human thing. It's been around for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in, in form, in different forms, right? We, we can't know what it was like to actually, we can't know what it was like to live back then because we're not experiencing it in our body. Mm-hmm. We can read about it. We can know about it from a headspace, mm-hmm. but we can't know about it from a heart space because we weren't experiencing it at yeah. that time. Yeah. So, so we're limited in our understanding of sort of, you know, what was that exactly like? We can just know what it is for us right now. And certainly it's been around for a long time, mm-hmm. which, which great. Excellent. There's been people from a, living from a heart center for a long time oh, yeah. in different generations. Oh, yeah. um, so it's not a new thing. It's not a thing that our bodies aren't capable of doing. Mm-hmm. We've just been conditioned out of it. Yeah. It it's it's complex. It's and it's simple at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and and if we can get to the simplicity of it and begin to practice it for ourselves as opposed to getting all caught up in the complexity of the externals, it, it actually is much simpler. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we're trying to uh, make the, so, so making the externals simple will not work. Mm-hmm. We can definitely make the internals simple. So we can give ourselves a whole lot of relief if we say, okay, I'm going to limit some of these externals because mm-hmm. things are coming at me, you know, technology and media and, 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 and all the other people around, like lots of things are coming at us constantly. If we're trying to manage those things mm-hmm. and not manage ourselves, mm-hmm. we're going to experience more and more and more stress. Most of us are experiencing a lot of this already. So if we can flip that, the external stuff's going to happen whether you're trying to stop it or not. <laughs> yeah. You know, people are going to be themselves or whoever they're presenting to you, mm-hmm. whether you're going to stop that or not. Like, mm-hmm. So get clear about who you are. That's the only way to change it. Right. Right. Because that sets the standard for our own context rather than the external setting that context. That's kind of what you were getting at before. We don't know what it was like to live 500 years ago. We weren't experiencing that. The contexts were all different. Right, what people knew, what they experienced, what they valued, what was notions of what was possible. Um, you know, certainly people like Da Vinci and others face death threats by the authorities all the time. You know, there these these types of things are different contexts. And yet, wherever we're talking about, whether we're talking about this era or we can go back into um, I mean the great the great philosophers in China and India thousands of years before this were talking about similar things. That ability to define those internals, to define that context for ourselves internally makes the externals um, incidental. Yeah. Well, wherever we focus, we're going to learn more. I mean, we're going to experience more and more of. Mm -hmm. And so it naturally then will drown out the noise Mm -hmm. because we're focused 
in, in a different area. We're going to focus on the noise. We're going to hear it all over the place mm -hmm. and we're going to just get swept up in it. Mm -hmm. If we're going to focus inward where it's a little more less noisy. Yeah. Sometimes it can be, I mean, it, it is, um, uh, we're, we're going to have a little more freedom. Mm -hmm. Now you reminded me of, of a star Wars quote. <laughs> So, oh no. Yeah, I know where one of the Jedi says, remember your focus determines your reality. Right? <laughs> well, so if you're focused true. focused on those externals, right, then those are going to be the things that that are going to determine that. Like you said, we're going to experience more of that. That is going to have more of an effect if that's where our focus is. That was Qui-Gon Jinn for those of you who must know. But I don't think Tawny needed to know that, but I'm sharing it. <laughs> I didn't need to know it. I didn't I never would have thought I would have okay. gone from Leonardo da Vinci to a Jedi no. in one show. But. but but let's be honest. Can't you go to a Jedi from just about anything? You can. I, I'm I mean, glad like, I no, didn't you. No, you. Oh, no, me? you. No, yes. not just the general person. Yes. You. Because. <laughs> yes, I could. Yes, okay. I could. Yes. I could do mm -hmm. that. It's probably a few places I could go with that. Not just Star Wars, but yes, yes. I could. Uh, yes, you, you could probably... Um, uh, be an expert in the Star Wars um, planetarium or whatever it yeah, is gymna that we I might could call do, it. I could do the mental gymnastics of fitting could, in those things. Yes, yes, you definitely could. So I, I guess I, you could just land on Jedi from just about any topic at all. <laughs> well, in this case, though, it kind of worked, didn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, it definitely, definitely yeah. sounds like a smart Jedi, too. So. He was, but I mean, he... He, he died. But anyway, well, there's... Well, the smart ones die. The smart they, ones they, die. they definitely died. <laughs> so... <laughs> yes. Uh, and as it turns out, that had grave consequences for the universe. But anyway... Well, of course it anyway, did. Anyway, yes. to, to, not, to not divert us too much. Um, mm -hmm. I really like that. I think the the that kind of curiosity is exactly what I think when I think about resilience is so important. Because when we set ourselves that way, like that internal way you're talking about. Then when we have these emotional senses or these emotional flashes or whatever they might be, to be curious about those isn't threatening because it's not, we're not defining it around some sort of external expectation and we don't have to deem it as a threat, right? There's nothing dangerous around us, particularly if we're developing the sense at the same time that we're, unless we're in an emergency situation somehow, physically, we're okay. So this feeling that I'm having, I can be curious about because it's not threatening. Yes, the feelings aren't ever threatening. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. The, it's, the feelings aren't to be afraid of. If the external is dangerous, the external is to be afraid of. Oh, sure. Of course. Right. The feelings aren't to be afraid of. Mm -hmm. And and so the, the feeling states we don't own them they arrive for a lot of different reasons and we can blame them on others if we like um but that's just uh, uh, uh doesn't tell us much right that's going to be helpful for us it's true that's right true. so so if we're getting curious about our emotional states in a way that's like hmm i'm noticing that this is coming up for me what might this be about for me? Mm -hmm. um, is there is there something I I need to experience here? Um, 
instead of going right to where we typically go and make it a problem about another person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or so, mm-hmm. yeah, some other situation we end up owning something that isn't ours to own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's sort of like we can, there's, there's a couple to, there's two things like on the one hand, we do, have our own responsibility for our emotions. Emotion shows up. Okay, okay, that's for me to own. Not not to own, to carry, to take, to hold on to for the rest of my life, but for me to like, emotion showed up in my body. Mm-hmm. And it can float in and it can float out. And, but it is mine. Mm-hmm. It's mine. So in this moment, so what might have, you know, what maybe, maybe it, what, what might have sort of sent it in mm-hmm. or why did it arrive? Yeah. Right. Why is that at my and door? not to, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, not to say that we, we might know exactly why it arrived or exactly the actual feeling because there's a tone that we feel, but sometimes we don't really know, like, is it confusion? Is it, um, is it powerlessness? Is it, is it, is it, uh, uh, envy is it like like we we don't have to really get so clear and dissecting of it unless we want to, mm-hmm. but but it it oftentimes is connected to you know other experiences we've had in our life, um, other stories that we tell ourselves. If if we've got a a sense about ourselves of not measuring up, mm-hmm. what's that about? Why why am I why am I owning that? Mm-hmm. Why am I deciding I don't measure up? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And and what what can I do? And is that the thing that's popping up here? Mm-hmm. I didn't get recognized. I didn't get recognized for something that I thought I should get recognized for. Mm-hmm. And then I'm having these feelings. And it's reinforcing my belief about myself that I don't measure up. This is how mm-hmm. this happens, right? This is all about myself. Mm-hmm. This is not about anybody else. Mm-hmm. But we often make that about somebody else. Right. Right. And then and, we're missing the point. Right. We're missing the point of what's actually happening. Well, we're powerless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good way to put it. I think that's because that's what happens a lot, right? Is that then the focus becomes on this person did these things wrong or I should have been recognized for A, B, and C, and this person didn't do this, and da 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 da, and then all these different stories about what that means, and maybe somebody said something, or what is this, blah, 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 when it's really about a whole set of things that have nothing to do with not only that event, but <laughs> have everything to do with something we've been telling ourselves or we're still believing, or some sort of that internal messaging. It just happened to me this past week. Literally just happened to me. I had, a, I had an emotional response to something that was said and I noticed, wow, that felt really strong. And I noticed exactly that. It was exactly that story. Wait, why am I telling myself I don't measure up on a regular basis? What is that about? No answer ever really was forthcoming in terms of like, oh, okay, here's a, (laughs) here's all the lists, nice bullet point lists. And this is how it all fits together. But the very act of opening up to that, was to me was the difference maker mm-hmm. and it, and it yeah. determined a lot about what I said, how I responded, you know, and that process kind of flowed through. 
Yeah. And that that's the part of, you know, when those sort of sort of experiences occur, remaining in curiosity or cultivating some curiosity, taking a pause mm -hmm. and looking at, okay, what was that about for me? And and then we make choices, right? So this isn't to say that, okay, so we're in a relationship where uh, so somebody isn't sort of um, treating us fairly or even um, respectfully, maybe. Mm -hmm. And um, that doesn't mean that, okay, so I'm feeling disrespected. So this is all about myself and, and, my, and, and I just, you know, need to learn about myself only, right? Like this is, you might learn about yourself that you need to get the heck out of there. Mm -hmm. Right. right? Yeah. Um, and so that's part of that learning and that that's part of that getting curious. So it's not about ha being curious and then th there's, there's an element of blame in there or anything. Mm -hmm. There's a learning that happens, and that means that we can choose a lot of different things mm -hmm. in response to that. Yeah. Yeah, that's really true. Thanks for highlighting that, because I think that that does, because that's interesting, because then we're choosing on an internal response where externally we may go. We have to put our life into action. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. We're, we're, we can't live our life from our bed. Right. <laughs> so we have to do some things. We might as well do the things that are in line with, you know, really knowing ourselves well. There's probably a bunch of listeners going, man, really? Right. <laughs> I can't. Oh, I've been trying to do this for a while now. I, I thought it would work. I really think I could. Right. Exactly. <sighs> yeah. That's just interesting. And, and somewhere... Tawny, as we finish up this episode, somewhere I sense Leonardo da Vinci is nodding along. Feels good. It does. Feels good. When, mm -hmm. how many days can you say you're on the same page with Leonardo da Vinci? I think today we can. Hey, maybe you can every day. Maybe. Your choice. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks, Tawny. I think that was really good. Appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. All right. And thank you for listening to this episode of Staying Power Remember, if you missed any of this episode or any of our other episodes, you can get this as a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for subscribing, for reviewing, for sharing with your friends, your family, your social networks, anybody who you think would like to develop some more resiliency and some more ease and flow in their life. Remember, if you subscribe during the week, you'll also get our short mini podcast, the four, four tips on something, four short points on something, things you can apply through the week. Simple, straightforward and see the effects it has on your life. So if you subscribe, that'll show up for you. We'll be back next week to talk more, more resiliency. Until then, I am JDK Winnikin. I'm Tony Santabria. Enjoy the curiosity. Check out Da Vinci too. He did some wild stuff. Mm -hmm.